<laughs> oh, the White Wolf. I love the White Wolf music. Keep it going. Keep it going. DJ, aka myself. It's Midnight in the Bay podcast. I'm your host, Alex Woody. And it's episode 247. Unbelievable. I, I, I can't believe we're here doing episode 247. Uh, I, I wish I could get a prize. Oh, my God. You know what my prize is? Being with you. Yeah, you listening. That's my prize. Grandma, parole officer, you two listening. Someone uh, trying to cancel me, you too, guy. Or, hey. <laughs> Most people that are canceling people go by they, them. <laughs> oh, man. Happy to be here. Happy to be bald. Happy to be relaxing. This podcast, if you're watching, it should be called in the corner. <laughs> I mean, I'm limited in space and, uh, you know, everything goes to the, the wife and kid and the husband's always left in the corner. <laughs> Here we go. I got a man corner. This is my study. You know, some, sometimes, uh, people, they, they say, welcome to my study. And they open up this door and it's this big library of a bunch of books. They pretend to read and there's like uh, cigars and there's a huge uh, globe. Every study room that I've ever seen on TV or in person, they got a big globe. The world, right? This is a little different. I have a study corner with a lamp that looks like it should be in a fancy room. I have a uh, dresser here which with a bunch of clothes that don't fit me. Are you one of those type of people that keep clothes that haven't fit you since high school. You're like, one day I'm going to fit in them. Those are right there. You know what I mean? I've got a bed. Yeah, I got part part of a bed in my corner. The rest of the bed's uh, my wife's room. Uh, she lets me sleep there sometimes. And then we got the microphone. We got some blinds we can look at. Oh, my God. Oh, holy shit, they're having sex. Whoa. You know, uh, no, I'm never that lucky. Usually it's... I can't even, I've never even seen animals have sex up this window. Usually it's just uh, a squirrel running by and flipping me off because I'm not having sex. You know what I mean? So not much going on outdoors uh, per se, but uh, also I'm not hanging out by the window that much. I bet you a lot goes by. Actually, one time I came out this, uh, this door and this couple's in the car and they look really tired. And at first I'm thinking, oh, I wonder if they went to the gym. There's no gym around here. You know what I mean? And like the girl was kind of like half naked. I'm like trying to put, put the phone in. Can I video you? You know what I mean? Just a creepy dad who doesn't get laid up much. But no, they're sitting there. I mean, they either took a bunch of heroin or they just worked out. And, and that's what I'm thinking in my head. You know, that's what I would do. And then I started thinking about it later. I've never seen that car again. Like, I think those people, and, you know, call me a pervert, call me whatever, people do this. They pulled the car up right there, and they pretended to have sex. And they just laid there all sweaty on purpose so they could confuse a middle-aged white guy so he would talk about it on his podcast. That's exactly what happened. No, I bet you these... They were young, you know, when I was young, you, you'd bang anywhere, you know, you'd bang in the car, 
you're banging your mom's car, you're banging your grandma's car, you bang wherever, you know, uh, you know, you'd be, Hey, let's go. You know? Oh my God. I remember like you, you go over to like mom's for Christmas, you know, those once a year family parties and she, she would be like, Oh, let's go sneak to the bathroom. And have, I'll give you a blowjob. <laughs> Yeah, that that never happens now. You know, I I mentioned it as a joke last Thanksgiving. My wife's like, "How could you? Your grandma's drooling in the corner. You're, you're, you know, your cousin's asking you questions. Your mom's telling you to cut the cake. I mean, come on, guy. Oh man, it's it, it's different when you're young like this couple. You know, you just you, you know you're you're hanging you're hanging out at parks and you're, you're drinking wine and. <laughs> Oh man, the good old days. <laughs> I used to hang out and go on dates and take chicks to parks and pretend, oh yes, I got class, you know. <laughs> oh, you you'll do whatever just uh, you know, get laid. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna put my feet up real quick. Oh my god. You put one leg up. You know what? I'm gonna put two leg up. Hang on. Oh shit. I'm putting two legs up. I never ow, 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 my ass, my ass, my ass. Okay. I've never done a podcast super comfortable before. It's usually I'm sitting in this chair that could barely hold my weight. I'm waiting for it to the break and my ass is hurting, but um, at least my ass is hurting, but my feet are up. You know, I love that when I had the pain from the hernia, you know, a month ago, they're like, God, kick your feet up. Just watch TV, you know, rest. Make sure you get enough rest. And I was like, oh, no problem. You don't have to tell me to rest a couple times, you know, and now it's all better. I'm like, eh, I kind of want to tell him, hey, it still hurts. You know, this next doctor's appointment, I kind of want to go and say, oh, yeah, it's killing me, you know. But uh, that probably won't be good. It'll give me surgery I don't need. And now I'm, you know, getting cut open by a robot. That's what they, they told me they're going to be doing robot surgery which is nuts you know like can i have that same robot uh, please my wife meet her off my back sorry about the last episode too by the way the mic kept making an annoying sound obviously i bought them from for like two bucks from a deaf guy yeah, that should have been an indicator but hey good deal why not and the, the first episode went great with the with the mics and then whew, I don't know what happened, but it was just like, yeah, yeah. So I was hanging out with this uh, chick and eating a chimichanga. <laughs> like, oh, I guess I won't be posting any clips this week promoting this podcast, you know, but uh, whatever. I, I kind of makes me think, hey, maybe you should get a, uh, a producer again. But, you know, I, uh, I don't have room. <laughs> Look, I'm in the corner. You, uh, you ever perform on a show? Like, you ever do comedy and you do a stand up set, and afterwards you think, you know, I should really learn how to play an instrument. <laughs> oh man, you just have one of those sets where people are looking at you, they're not making a noise, and they're, you know, you're, you're up there, you're, you're putting your heart out there, hey, you know. I, you know, I, you know, you're revealing yourself, you know, I, I could have been gay, you know, the maid, she fingered me, you know, and you're making all these jokes and then people aren't laughing and they're like kind of looking at you and I'm like, oh, why am I doing this? 
it's so much easier when you have an instrument. You know, you just go out there, you you riff on the guitar. It could be whatever. But I think people are like impressed that you can play something. And so they'll listen and they'll clap and they go, oh, wow. But you just see a guy out and go on stage and he's saying a couple of jokes and he's laughing at it and, and jumping around. You're like, eh. you know, it's, it takes, I feel like it takes more skill. It takes more effort. You know, I, I, I play an instrument does too. I mean, you don't see me playing the harp on here, you know, but I do think it, it's harder to do comedy. I mean, you definitely got to, you got to bring it, you know, but uh, oh, I did a show the other day and people were looking at me like, you know, it's a refund in their eyes. <laughs> you know, sorry. I, sorry. You didn't like, you know, and then you get self-conscious as a comedian, you go online and you're typing out to write a joke, you know, you're like, ah, and some of the info on there is such bullshit. You know, I, uh, I saw like it said, uh, you know, well, one of the things it said is, you know, make sure you do jokes for the type of audience you're going to see. Okay. You know, make sure, you know, but at the same time, you know, sometimes you look at audience, you're like, Oh, they're old, you know, whatever there's kids. And then you do your clean or whatever, and they're not really going for it. And then you drop a dirty or a racist joke, you know, and they're all for it. They're, they're cheering and they're clapping, you know? So, you know, some of the old people are into the dirty or, you know, so-called dirty. I did a birthday party one time and, you know, I thought it was going to have to be clean and there's going to be kids there. And I showed up and the parents were like, oh, we want it dirty. We love the dirty stuff. Oh, you can't even mention cock. I'm like, what about the kids? They're like, fuck the kids. I want, I want this night to be perfect. I'm like, all right, all right. So you never know, you know, so bottom line is you just got to do comedy. A lot of the stuff online is bullshit. You know, I, I even read the other thing on there. It said, Oh, make sure you, you know, know your audience. So you don't offend, offend that much. You know, you don't want to offend the people. I'm like, Oh my God. Is it part of comedy? Not caring what people think and just being yourself and being funny and having a good time. I think that's what it's about. I think that's what I'm going to continue to do. And what I'm going to do, I'm not going to worry about, Oh my God. Yeah, your set's not up to par uh, with what's going on in society right now. You know, screw you, Jennifer, you know, or whatever, you know. Yeah, oh my God, you're, that's not late night show quality. Oh, you know, eat, eat one, uh, Elizabeth, you know, or whatever, right? And then, uh, you know, oh, people are going to cancel you, you know. Eat, eat it, Eddie, you know what I mean? Or whatever, you know, they're people are just such scaredy cats and you shouldn't listen to people that aren't doing comedy. You know what I mean? And you shouldn't even listen to some people in comedy. Just go with your gut instinct. I think I'm talking to myself, you know what I mean? I feel like I am, I'm, I am but uh, it's, it's really what goes through the mind of a comedian. You're thinking, should I do this joke? Should I change my act? What should I do? And I think you just got to go with the gut. And sometimes the gut's scary. Sometimes the gut tells you, hey, go go eat Jack in the Box. Go pull over on the side of the car and jerk off. I mean, you're doing stuff you're ashamed of, you know. But sometimes the gut is right. And it says, go with this. And then you do it. And you fucking do great on stage. Or, you know, but also I've li listened to the gut. And it's, it's, it's damaged me on stage, you know. 
Which, by the way, we're gonna we're gonna play a little game here on the podcast. Okay, you guys ready to play a little game? Here's the game, and we got the speaker played up. Okay, I'm gonna pull up a clip from one of my shows. Now, here's the deal with the clip. My buddy went to the show. Okay, my buddy went to the show, and he said, "You said." the n-word on stage i mean he he told me this like a month later when we're hanging out with a bunch of friends for a bachelor party he's like you said the n-word on stage like like if you really thought i said the n-word why didn't you pull me aside after the show you know what i mean but i was like blown away i'm like there's no way i said the n-word on stage i'm not that stupid you know and so you know i would never do that and He's like, you know, no, you said it, you said it. And so I had to make a game and say, you know what? I have the, I record every set I do. Let's play a game. Did he say the N word? Okay. So now we're going to play it with you and I'm going to tell you what my friends thought I said. Okay. Ready? Let's find it right here. Yeah, man up here. There's a man up here. Okay. Let's fast forward. Fast forward. Let's see. I went to that one. I guess you guys find the clip easy, huh? Okay, that's fine. Man's physique. Take it in. The last comedian. But I got her initials on me, alright? Right. Hang on, hang on. Fried chicken. Is that what this says? I don't even know if these are Japanese. Let's see. Hang on. I can't even get sushi. That's the take. Hang on. Silence on that one. I guess you guys find the clip easy, huh? Especially if you're a chick, right? You're finding it. Hang on, guys. Hang on. Take it in. Man's physique. Take this in. You ever seen? Mu- yeah, look at her. Look, you see muscles? What is that? And I got Asians. Let's see. <laughs> Oh, here we go. Here we go. Okay. All right. So I'm going to set it up for you guys. Okay. So, you know, I did the show and this lady while I'm on stage is just hammered. This audience member hammered and she keeps laughing, which I like, but then she keeps interrupting. And I basically tell this lady, you know, you're like a parrot. You just copy everything I say. Listen. So at the end there, um, let's go back. What do you think I say right here? Let's go back. At the end of here. Yeah. You're like a little parrot. I like that. (laughs) You'll just copy anything I say. Right here. (laughs) Kind of butthole. Penis. (laughs) Right there. Right there. Now, what do you think I said? Okay. See, this is, you have to be careful as a white guy that mumbles. Like, you really have to break the mumbling or just really open up your mouth more and really pronounce the words. Like, 
like be careful with the word rigor. You know what I mean? Like rigorous. So this, I'll tell you, I did not say the N-word. I hate the break the news. Sorry. I know I probably burst some of your bubbles. I'm not happy about those listeners, but thank you for the listeners. I said lick her. But if you mumble it or say it quick, it sounds like that word. Now, this is a game you could play with your whole family. <laughs> you just need a guy that mumbles, you know? But no, the, basically, the chicks copy, I'm copying me. I'm like, you know, you're like a parrot, you know? Fuck shit, cunt. And then I pointed at a at a, another chick in the audience, and I said, lick her, you know? But my friend in the back thought I said the other word, and... Uh, that's how the story goes, my friends. That's how the story goes. Um, so if you're ever bored drinking, you know, did he say the N-word? Fun little game for the whole family. I uh, tried to describe, transcribe my comedy set from the other night, and I realized not even a robot can understand me. I... Uh, I looked up the tr- uh, transcription and it said, I give up. I mean, the phone was like, I don't, this guy, what's his deal? Marijuana, too much alcohol. I researched and I learned something. I, I'm going to have to move my legs. I'm, my ass hurts so much. Ow. I miss being young and I envy young chicks. I can do yoga and, and sit like that for a while, but I can't, okay? God, I'm sweating. My ass hurts. The light's too bright. <laughs> yeah. I research and learn. Uh, I have something. I research, uh, I research and I learn. So I have something to talk about for comedy. Yeah, I research audiobooks on marriage and being a parent. So I can write jokes and add on to my material. I should be just doing that in general, like to be a good husband and father, you know, we're so narcissistic as comedians. We're like, you know, I, if I, if I go do this, if I go to Amsterdam, I'll have a story to tell on stage. Oh, if I go to my mom's funeral, I have the story to tell on stage. You know, it's, it's not, it's not good. But I guess it's, it's comedy's part of our life, so it's just part of us to think like that, you know. I uh, I didn't even want to learn about anything before I started comedy, you know. So one thing I do like about doing stand up is at least I'm like, I mean, I'm not really learning. <laughs> to be honest, I'm still being lazy, but I, I'm paying attention more. I'm, I'm opening up the newspaper for five minutes, you know, I'm reading headlines only, you know, we're, we're, we're doing more than we did before. So that's, that's good. Saw a, uh, a mobile art gallery, AKA a trailer with some pictures. Guys, I'm telling you, I'm driving back from a gig from Santa Rosa. It's nighttime. And I just see this lit up trailer with led lights and it says mobile art gallery. And let me tell you, I drove by the entrance and it was like pictures of like football jerseys. And there was like, you know, it looked like a guy was painting in there. It was very odd to have that open at like nine o'clock at night on the side of a highway. Talk about trying to kidnap some people, you know, 
what a what a easy way to i mean what what a smart way if you wanted to kill someone oh here's a here's an art gallery you know and anyone that stops at that in the middle of the night deserves to die you know what i mean that's the start of a horror movie hey we got an art gallery here in a trailer bonkers you know that and then i saw people disappear the next week i was like it's the art gallery See you know, creepy things. They're coming out with another Halloween movie. It's called Halloween Ends. And I hope the movie lives up to his name. I mean, geez. I mean, you know, after the fifth movie and they haven't killed him or he, he's come back for the fifth time, it's like, let's end the series. You can't come up with something else. You can't come up with Halloween Junior. Or, hey, here's an idea. Come up with a new serial killer. I was watching David Blaine on YouTube and I was making fun of him when I ate lunch. My spoon then cuts my lip. I check the spoon and it's com completely smooth. I swear, guys, it's completely smooth. I knew right there and then that the rest of my life, I'm never going to make fun of a magician. He heard me. You ever meet someone that's not on social media? You know, because they always mention it 10 times. Yeah, I'm not on social media. I don't believe in it. Yeah. Facebook, never heard of it. Don't even want to be a part of it. Instagram, uh, yeah, I was on there a couple weeks. But I'm not on social media anymore. You hear it, like, mentioned 10 times. That's how you know someone's not on social media. They always got a rub in your face. Yeah, I'm not on it. Yeah, it's not good for your mental health. My God, is that why you're snoring a line smoking a cigarette, Donnie? My mom sent me a picture that I'm in, and I look extremely fat. One of those photos where you're like, Jesus, dude, I want to jump off a bridge and swim halfway around the world so I lose weight. She goes, I think you look slim in this picture. I wanted to text her. What's your definition of fat? Is this why I was a chubby kid? I mean, geez, I look good in the picture. Mom, don't lie to me. I don't think she was lying. I think she was being genuine. I think maybe she was drunk. You know what I mean? You ever look at someone drunk? They look slimmer. She had to be. I was so fat in this picture. There was a 300-pound lady that walked by that looked like uh, <laughs> Pamela Anderson in her prime. I mean, I was looking like I just left a Chinese buffet that I was at all day, you know, that they kicked me out of. God, I love the mom. All right. That brings me to this point in the show. Sponsor time. Silver Tongue Audio. Go to the website, silvertongueaudio.org, and you will be happy to find free podcasts to listen to. My podcast, all downloads right there for free. Then you get Dazed and Disturbed, a podcast that has a guy who likes slow tasting Mary Jane. He shines light on dark subjects and has fun. It's a great, fun podcast to listen to a drive. And then also go check out the MPC podcast, the non-player character podcast, which features people that are in the video game industry. And they also talk about addiction, something that I have no idea about, but is a fun podcast. You guys know this a lot. It's a fun podcast. And uh, they've got like a good rapport and they're in the industry, and it's always refreshing to hear someone know what they're talking about. So go to silvertongueaudio.org to check out those podcasts. You know what time it is. 
It is news of the week. Here we go. Bam. Disturbing robotic slime can move around inside the body and pick up objects. Oh, this isn't terrifying. So slime can go in your body while you're asleep because you said something horrific about the Chinese on Twitter. And now you got robots reproming your body and you wake up the next day as a woman, an ugly woman, because they changed your face structure with this robot slime. And now you're upset, but at least you're getting booked all over the place because you're a woman and you're ugly. (laughs) Oh my God. Scientists working at the Chinese University of Hong Kong have created something that looks horrifying. This only gets more upsetting when you learn it is designed to crawl around inside your body. Yeah. A combination of several different materials allowing it to be controlled with magnetic fields. Oh, cool. The slime bot. Oh, that's not terrifying. Um, It's magnetized, so you can control it from the outside of the body, too. And it is placed inside with magnets outside the body. This way it can navigate through. That's just terrifying. Um, let's take a look at the video here. Oh my God. Oh, hi. This is a, a horror version of Flubber. Oh my God. It looks like a, a shit I took the other day. Maybe that was slime that was coming out of me. Maybe the Chinese already got to me. This thing can... Are you watching the slime? If you're not watching the podcast, guy, you're 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 learn you're you're losing it. This slime can move once you cut it, and then form together. This is crazy. This slime's alive. This is real flubber. Oh my god. Oh hi. Is that someone's brain? Jesus. Oh yeah. It's it's safe to go throughout the body. Oh, I bet, guy. It needs to be tested to make sure that the magnetic polycules are safe for the body. Yeah, no shit. Oh my god, man. That creepy, creepy crawler. That's what I call it. Obese patients are weight shamed by doctors and nurses studying. Oh yeah, every time I go to a doctor, they don't even tell me what's going on with me. They just tell me to lose weight. You know, it's. I think it's one of those things like we all have jobs that like some days we just want to go through and, and not really do much work, you know? And I think a lot of those doctors, they see a fat patient. They're like, yeah, I'm not even going to look at the charts or try to figure out what's wrong with them. I'm just going to tell them to lose weight because they do need to lose weight. So I was like, I get it. You know, uh, <laughs> I go through jobs and don't want to work, but I mean, obese people now are getting, they're, they're standing up. We're in a we're in a uh, a time where people stand up. Hey, I'm gonna slam on my brakes 
and you might hit me, but I'm not going to let this squirrel be scared for its life as it runs across the street. You know, people are, that happened to me. That's a true, I almost pulled a person out of the car and threw him at the squirrel. This is a time we're, we're going through. And, uh, you know, God bless the fats. I mean, it's, it's, it's my group, you know, and we, and we go by uh, FAT. Um, that stands for uh, fat ass timber. Yeah, the group was started up in uh, Portland. But uh, yeah, you know, according, including doctors and nurses tend to assume over people are lazy, which they are. I mean, it's every fat person I met has been lazy. Um, believe that their patients are lazy, lack self-control. I mean, these are all true things. Yes. Uh, uh, healthcare professionals generally believe patients who don't lose weight aren't following doctor recommended eat less, exercise more regimen. Yeah, no shit. I don't see what, what's the problem here. You know, fat people never like to be told they're fat. That's the problem. Roughly 30% of Americans are overweight and 42% are obese. Ooh, you know. Which one I fall under? <laughs> okay. Oral sex and cancer. What you need to know. Thank God my wife doesn't read the news. <laughs> okay. Uh, doctors have raised concern about the link between oral sex and uh, cancers as a rate uh, causing an increased uh, middle aged people. Um, improvements. Okay. So apparently, you can get HPV of the mouth, and this can cause you cancer of the throat. Um, the only thing I'm going to say is, you know, know the vagina you're eating, okay, and make sure it's showered. I think that helps. But let me tell you, if something's going to kill you, it's kind of badass to say, you know, let's Took me out. It's kind of cool, you know. Could be worse. HPV is estimated to affect 13 million Americans each year. Okay. Well, I'm hiding this article for my wife because, yeah. <laughs> I always felt sex was a chore. Now I'm coming out as a proud asexual. Okay, so if you didn't know, asexual means you don't have sex. You don't believe in it. A young British woman is speaking out about her asexuality, saying she hasn't had sex in years and could happily go the rest of her life without getting frisky. What? She often faces confusion from critics about what it means to shy away from sex. By the way, why is she telling critics that she doesn't like having sex? That's kind of an odd thing. She doesn't mean to shy away from sex, many of whom insist that she simply hasn't experienced a good romp. I think that means sex yet. Um, it can be frustrating when people say and believe these things, uh, she admits, but at the end of the day, it's who I am and I can accept it that it's not for me. Yet you're 25, okay? Wait until you meet a guy that just came off the football field. You're loving his body. He takes you into the locker room. 
you do your business. He's 12 inches. You're, you got a 12 inch smile on your face afterwards. Just wait. Okay, lady, Amy, just wait. You know, she identifies as asexual two years ago after realizing the romantic feeling she had for her boyfriend didn't produce any kind of desire. Here's the other thing, too. You might be gay. You ever think about that? Well, she was laughing at me when I said that. I was dating this guy and I realized I didn't want to sleep with him. Even though he was like everything I was looking for on paper, she crawled. I mean, that's the question of have I ever wanted to sleep with anyone? And the answer was really not really. Um, yeah, let's, let's find out how you're doing in a couple years. Man breaks Guinness World Record after eating 17 ghost peppers in one minute. Yeah, and I heard he also broke a Guinness World Record the next morning for loudest scream. Wife hires mistress to sexually please husband. Ava gave the mistress a monthly salary. The Latin Times, my favorite newspaper. The job of a wife includes trying to please her husband. However, rarely would most see this reach a level where a woman would go to the extremes to hire a mistress and even give her a monthly salary. You will get paid at least $15,000 a month, get free accommodation, free meals, but you need to help me out. Two will be hired to help with document work in my office, and another will be hired to take care of me, my husband, and my child. That's gross. An odd job posting read, put up by a woman named whatever of Thailand. Okay, When I was about the job posting, a 44-year-old woman explained she wanted to hire a mistress for her husband, believing she was not able to pleasure her partner all by herself. I just want to say something. This is wife of the year. Okay. And I sent this article to my mom, to my wife, to my grandma. You know, you, you gotta, you gotta please the man and whatever he says you do. Now here's the crazy part. This lady, she came up with the idea. Not the husband. Now I can see the husband go, hey, you know, I don't know why I was in that voice, but I can see the husband say, hey, you know, I'm really getting pleasure here in the bedroom. You know, husband says that to a woman, you're getting murdered. But, you know, bring in a mistress. But this lady was like, you know, this guy's not getting hard and I don't know what to do. I, I, I want him to have pleasure. I mean, this is a caring woman. The job ad was detailed as well. It stated that the woman had to be between 30 and 35 years old and should have finished school or had a degree. I don't know why that is a, is a, is a, uh, resume, uh, goal there when it, she's just coming in to please the, the husband. Additionally, the wife said that the woman needed to undergo a medical checkup to ensure she did not have HIV. Um, that's one hell of a job, by the way, if someone's reading that. 
like, uh, you know, the job market's tough. I don't know if it's that tough. I guarantee there will be no fight between you and me. I allow my husband to choose who he wants to sleep with or stay with. No schedule. He can pick by himself the floor. Oh, wow. Okay. Where does it may sound? Her husband hired a 33-year-old woman to join the family as a mistress. Okay. Let's see how... Oh, we don't, that's the end of the article? We'll have to find a follow-up for the next, you know? I bet the guy's having a blast. I bet the wife's having a blast. I bet the kid's having a blast, you know? What a great mom. Period stimulator. Let's take a video. Men are put through the pain that women go through that time of the month. See, this guy, he's saying it's bad, but he's smiling, okay? He doesn't look like he's in that much pain. When I've been in pain, I don't smile, okay? Now, let me take this test, because I've had horrific poo cramps. I think poo cramps are worse than period cramps. Look at these guys, he's smiling. This guy's skinny. He's never had bad poo cramps. That's why he's freaking out. Same with this guy. Look at this guy. Oh, my God. This is so tough. Oh. Nah. You know what? I got a stim- I got a simulator for you. It's called Alex's Poo Cramp Simulator. Yeah. I'll invent it and then have you guys take it. But only women can take it. Yeah, we'll go to my world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk about periods? Poo. Oh, my God. This guy swallows a beer during live news conference. Let's check it out. Let's see this. If that was in the clip, okay, this is going to be replayed over and over again. That just made Colin DeMello's day. Oh, God. This guy's. Now, this B is loving this guy, and this is how B is treating me, too. Watch this. Oh, my God. <laughs> this guy's so calm and collective. I think he swallows a lot of bees. This guy probably has a bee fetish. That was crazy. I believe God gave me herpes to turn my life around. Now I'm happier than ever. I was in debt. Oh, I was living with my parents. It can actually be a blessing. I know for me in my life it was. At the time that I was diagnosed with herpes, I was in debt. I was living with my parents. I was binge eating. I was dating the wrong guys. I was probably drinking too much alcohol. I was just, oh, I had yeast infections. I had all these things. I had bad acne. Oh, really bad acne. So you were a whore. And getting herpes forced me to get my how to get rid of the toxic people in my life you just um, being a whore i just made a lot of changes <laughs> i personally believe that god put this in my life so that i could make better choices with my life and live the life that i want to live so you stop being a whore basically <laughs> oh yeah 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 right god, hey yeah. ladies um i met my wife when she was a baby and now she's pregnant with her child. What's this video? A rest made. No, 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 no. Let's get to the right video. 
I let me read. I don't even know if I get this. I met my wife when she was a baby. Now she's pregnant with our child. What the f? People be whacking out, guy. Look at that going on behind us.、Uh, of course, the British. <laughs> Florida and England have the weirdest fucking people. This guy is super old. He's forty-eight, and she's twenty-nine. Almost a twenty-year difference. Some of the worst dancing I've ever seen in my life. Okay. So it says, "Oh come on." Oh God! Another in a depressing video. And then I clicked on. They want you to donate. All right. So it says、uh, Rich forty eight, Evie twenty nine. They're having a few drinks in a local bar. Didn't know they had met before. Oh yeah, that guy had no clue, right? Um, they quickly fell in love. When Rich and Sarah were introduced, they remembered that they had worked on the same street in the nineties. Rich realized he had seen Evie as a baby being pushed around in a stroller by her mother. Hey, maybe he shouldn't be fucking her then. Just felt a bit freaky when I realized I met Evie as a baby, but I had no idea at the time. I said, "Oh yeah, right." Just laughed about ages, just a number to us. Oh yeah, I know. Look at him smile. He's like, "I got the young one." Look at he's so happy. Uh, ages is just a number to us. Yeah, fool. Oh yeah, yeah. Ages is just a number to you, guy. To her, it's. It's not really anything, dude. It's a money sign. The pair have been mistaken as father and daughter. Do they? There's a picture of her, of him holding her up as a baby. Oh God, so weird. It looks like he was in Pearl Jam. Well, have fun with that. How'd you guys meet? Oh, we met when he, I was a baby, and he was working with my mom, and now we're married. Oh God, freaky. <laughs> Guess it's not that weird. I met my wife in AA. <laughs> Guys, that's been the podcast. Thank you so much for listening, for watching. Subscribe on my Instagram underscore Alex Woody Comedy for my live dates coming up. I'm gonna be at Neck of the Woods in San Francisco Thursday night at seven.、Uh, Friday night seven show、uh, nine o'clock show, and then Saturday I'm at the Gold Theater in Sacramento. Tickets on sale, Eventbrite. I'm opening for Mario Hodge, so come check that out. And、uh, yeah, Sunday I'll be avoiding church. <laughs> Have fun, wife and kid. Love you guys. Thank you. Good night. Good night.